This afternoon, Eric and I are running away to a cabin in the woods for just a couple of days. And it got us thinking about all of the benefits of waking up and seeing something different. Sometimes it's hard to force ourselves out of our routine, to take on a new adventure, a new challenge, or to break our habit of being on autopilot. Today on the Weekly Walk Podcast, Eric and I are going to share some of the research and some of our experience on why it is so valuable to sometimes wake up and see something different. So if you're looking for a little inspiration to get yourself off of autopilot or to take on your next adventure, lace up your sneakers and let's get going. Hey, Eric. Hey, Joyce. Want to run away with me? Yes. Just for a couple of days? <laughs> yes. I found this cabin in the woods and... Wait a second. Is this like a creepy cabin in the woods? Well, I have no idea. <laughs> I hope not. But it keeps showing up on my social media feeds. So clearly someone out there, like some algorithm, thinks this is a place we should go. Okay. You down? I'm down. All right. Because what do I always say? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay, let me rephrase that. What is one of the things I frequently say? What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's one of the things you sometimes say. It feels actually like we're recording this podcast in the cabin. Do you know why? Yeah, because there's a cricket in our basement. <laughs> there's a cricket near our podcast booth. In our podcast booth. <laughs> Which is in our basement. <laughs> Because we're fancy like that. We are fancy like that. We're bougie like that. All right. No, so you, one of the things that you frequently say, and I now say, is sometimes you got to wake up and see something different. Why? So many reasons. Do we need to rescue the cricket? By stomping on him? No. <laughs> They're hard to find. You want okay. me to take a minute and go look for him? No, we'll look when we're done. Okay. Um, yeah, sometimes you got to wake up and see something different. We get so stuck in a rut. All right. You want to know how stuck in a rut we are? We? we? You're speaking for both of us? No, I'm speaking for me. Okay. Not so much that uh, I'm... I mean, don't get me wrong. I am all about a uh, creature of habit stuck in the... And there are benefits of that. Yeah, but like autopilot. So I was making a shake this morning. Okay. And I scoop out the avocado and I have to throw out the avocado peel. So I open the drawer where our garbage bins are. Uh-huh. Except our garbage bins are in the middle of the kitchen because we're preparing to take them out. So, okay, one time I see that the garbage isn't there. Did but you th actually throw the peel in there? No. I, stopped. I stopped before I threw the peel in there. But in the process of... The seven minutes of making my morning shake, I must have opened the <laughs> drawer with our garbage bin in it at least five times, only to look and see, oh, <laughs> there it was. So, like, that's how we live a lot of our lives is on autopilot. There are some benefits to that. If we didn't manage to move into autopilot on some of the things we do... I think we'd become completely overwhelmed if we had to figure out each and every task each and every time. 
hundred percent. I mean, it's it's good for us. <laughs> like I could think of, but going to our grocery store and going to our office is I don't know seventy five percent of the same route, and then you don't take one turn instead of the other, and. I don't know how many times, half a dozen times, a dozen times I've been going to the grocery store and I will turn down the road for our office. (laughs) Okay, but that's sort of the contrary of what I just said because I was just talking, uh, I just, we were talking about how it's good for you. Correct. And how it's good for me, good for us, is normally when I do drive to the office, it just doesn't take a lot of brain power. I get to the office and it's not, excuse me, it's not like my brain is sapped from trying to do all that work of driving to the office. Right? Well, that, that's my point, is there is value there's value to autopilot. Absolutely. But there's also downsides to autopilot. Yes, pluses and minuses. A lot of things in life <laughs> you <laughs> seem to have pluses and minuses. It's true. It's true. It would be so much easier if, like, everything was black and white. Do this, and it's good. Do that, and it's bad. And then you can just go through your days. So waking up and seeing something different. Pluses and minuses? We're going to talk mostly about the pluses. Are there minuses? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there are minuses unless I suppose... So I have a a good friend, and uh, she's had a lot of changes and challenges in her life over the last few years. And the way she seems to be responding to that, and this is just me looking from the outside in, is she is traveling and running nonstop. Now, maybe that's just super fun. So uh, she's very wealthy. So she gets to take all of these epic adventures uh, without any regard for how much they cost. So that's a certain freedom and privilege for sure. But at some point, I sort of feel like I don't know. Are you running from things? Are, if you're always waking up and seeing something different, are you missing out on the joy? Like last night, this is because we're fancy and bougie like that. You and I got to bed early on another rainy evening because the weather's been terrible uh, and watched TV in our lovely, comfy, beautiful bed. And I loved it. It's it's wonderful. And we are, I don't know if we mentioned this, we're off to see something different later today. And that's where we started, the cabin. Yes, the cabin. We're off to the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> see, and now you're supposed to say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you, you just don't listen. <laughs> Bring it all back into circle. <laughs> Why am I even here? <laughs> to entertain me. <laughs> so... Anyway, as we were enjoying our little uh, decadence in the bed or, you know, just... Well, that sounds like a whole nother thing. Yeah, well, that (laughs) that didn't come out right. (laughs) What's the word I'm looking for? Can't remember. Anyway, as we were binge-watching TV, and you said, "Why why are we even going away tomorrow? And it's because sometimes you have to wake up and see something different. Yeah, so let's go back to this autopilot thing. Okay. So the research, some research shows that we spend 40% of our lives on autopilot and looking at it uh, from another study, this uh, uh, other research team said it's four hours a day or 10 years out of our lives. And frankly, I think it's more than that. Yeah, that's kind of staggering when you think about it. So that means we spend 
a significant portion of our waking hours just going through the motions. So does waking up and seeing something different kind of force might be too strong a word, but force or encourage you to be present? Totally. So that's what the research shows, that when you are completely out of your routine, and it's so interesting to watch the way, like, at least I try to bring my routines with me. Like, I, we're going away for two nights to a cabin. I've already packed the coffee because I was thinking this morning, oh, when I wake up, I like my routine of a cup of coffee. What if there's no coffee in the cabin? What if I can't drive to a coffee shop? I have to bring coffee so I can stay in my morning routine of having a delicious cup of so the drive to stay in our routines, at least for me, is really strong. But I'm going to have to figure out how to make that cup of coffee. And it's going to require that I am present because I got to figure it out. I can't do it on autopilot. Yeah, just everything's going to be a little bit different. The bed's going to be different. Moose's, we're bringing Moose's little bed. So that's going to be the same for him, Lucky Moose. But it's going to be like in a in a different place. And have you ever woken up and been like, where am I? <laughs> when I was traveling a fair bit for business, like pre-COVID, pre-99 walks even in particular, like I remember that feeling of like waking up and like understanding I was in a hotel, but just like, where am I and why am I here again? <laughs> business travel. For people who do a lot of business travel, I think that becomes fairly like a common occurrence. Well, what was that? old was it a, a movie like if this is tuesday this must be belgium yeah yeah <laughs> that that was uh yeah dating dating myself so waking up and seeing something different pulls you off of autopilot by necessity even changing your routine so you were talking about your routine of getting up and driving to the office on those occasions when you do something different you are forced to think about it. And thinking about it, I think, sort of... Makes you present. Made, it has to. Right. Makes you present. Exactly. So, okay, one of the benefits of waking up and seeing something different is getting off of autopilot. And I honestly, I feel like we could do an entire podcast just on getting off of autopilot and the value of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I've read so many books and so many articles about being present and they talk about mundane tasks, like how to be present when you're doing the dishes, you know, feel the soap, wash the dish, look how the dish goes from dirty to clean and be present in that moment. Like that's really hard. It's really, it's really hard. I didn't know where you were going with this, but yeah, that's really hard. Really hard. Like you just want to, you know, scrub soap, place in the dishwasher, but, scrub soap, place in the dishwasher. Okay, you ready? Yeah. If you are using completely different soap that smells completely different, I would guess that it's easier to be present because you're going to notice that. And that just goes to the the up and downsides, upsides and downsides of these routines and this kind of autopilot. But again, circling back, so <clears throat> seeing some something different, going someplace different, it's going to be, I guess, like if, I wonder if, if I did like 
different dishes. Like our dishes are plain white because I... Okay, you're totally on autopilot because more often than not, we use our gray dishes for dinner. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking about that that main set that we've had forever. Okay, like since we got married, I think. Yeah, so that set is plain white. And just to digress a little bit, the reason that I we got that is I went to like a table setting course, actually, or you know what? A, a, a clinic. I'm going to interrupt you because we actually haven't had that since we got married. When we got married... As like a wedding gift, we got this off-white, kind of yellowish, everyday China stuff that it's like over time in my mind, it became more and more yellow. And ah. then you went to this thing. Yeah. And the leader, instructor, whatever, told us, listen, if you want to always set a nice table, just get white plates but then you can do different color placemats. You can do different color napkins for the holidays. If it's Thanksgiving, you can do you know, browns and oranges. If it's Easter, you can do bright pastels. But those white plates will always work. So anyway, so we have these white plates. So if I was washing, you know, blue and green plates, like different colored plates tomorrow... I'd be pretty present. I'd be like, oh, look at these plates. For a while. <laughs> so seeing something different. For a while until those became typical to ex you. Ex like if we moved it to the cabin in the woods, <laughs> <laughs> then we'd have to go somewhere else. So another really powerful reason to wake up and see something different is around some of the research on how we make memories. And these things are totally related. This being present and making memories seems really related. But research shows that we remember things that are unique and unusual. This is why vacations stand out in our memory and our day-to-day -day lives tend not to. Right. Like, you know, can you remember what a week ago Tuesday was all about? If I look at my calendar, maybe I could figure it out. Actually, <laughs> but, as you said that, my brain immediately went to last Tuesday, last Tuesday. What was I doing last Tuesday? Who knows? It's all in my calendar. But do you remember what we did on our most recent vacation? Dude, I don't even remember our most recent <laughs> vacation. I can't even. When was our last vacation? That's Well, I'm sort of thinking of our our trip to Utah where we were down with COVID. <laughs> yeah, that was not a vacation. We rented our house. We had to leave home because our house was rented. We had to go someplace else. And then we spent, we had like two days of fun and pickleball and uh, hiking oh, and walking. And, yeah. Days. And then a week of COVID. <laughs> so, okay. But we remember but, that. <laughs> say, but now that you mention it, I do remember it. But I'm thinking even going back, going back further. So, the things that are kind of carved in memory, right? We talk often actually about the, that walk in Maui. Mm -hmm. I specifically remember that walk in Maui. Yeah, I mean, I could almost recite that whole, I don't know, eight days that we were there. And like on day one, we did this. And on day two, we did this. And on day three was when the hurricane started <laughs> coming and everything shut down. And on day four was when we were moving from one hotel to another and actually drove through a literal wildfire <laughs> to get there. Like, that was pretty freaking memorable. Yep. Yeah. So 
waking up and seeing something different is one of the most powerful ways that we can encode new memories. And then when you're doing these memories, I saw somewhere that... When you're doing these memories? When you're making these memories, <laughs> when you're doing something new... <laughs> and making informing memories. I'm with you. It, like, stretches time? What's that all about? So I, I think it's so funny now that we're kind of talking about it. I feel like all these things are totally interrelated, right? Because this idea of stretching time, we lose time when we're on autopilot. Oh, yeah. Someday, sometimes when... I drive to work, just using that as, a, as an example, like I'll pull into the parking lot and be like, how did I get here? Right. I have no consciousness of the last three minutes, like no idea. Yep. And then there's this phenomenon that I've noticed. Ba-da-da-da. <laughs> it's the Muppets. <laughs> Again, dating ourselves. Um, well, aren't the Muppets still around? Yeah, but I don't think they do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're doing other stuff. Anywho, when you drive someplace for the first time, have you ever noticed how long it takes to get there? Like, oh my God, I didn't realize it was so far to this corner of town where our kid's new friend lives that I've never been. Like... Oh, my God, it's just, it's so far. And then the second time you go, it's like, oh, that was that was four minutes. <laughs> it, it even happens when you're walking. If you're walking someplace new, the more often you walk the same path or the same route, 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 route. Either. Uh, Either. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, the, the shorter it seems and... That's because your brain gets to go off on its own little journey. Yeah, we we took Moose out the other evening for before the deluge for our one-mile walk down our street that we've done now hundreds of times. And I remember thinking, like, wow, that was fast. <laughs> yeah, so seeing something different, experiencing something different has this... Uh, side effect of feeling like it stretches time. It's pretty amazing. I want more time. So if that helps me feel like I'm getting more time, I'm in. Yeah, especially when we're doing something fun. And then it also helps with our our learning and our, our memory. I mean, we talked about memory, but that also goes to learning when we do something new. We're able to absorb more. I mean, it does coincide with memories, but just getting back to that. Well, this is, you. whenever you're waking up and seeing something different, you have to learn new things. You know, I'm thinking even about our little escape to the cabin in the woods. We have to learn where it is. We have to find it. We have to navigate our way there. Thank you, ways that will presumably be helpful. But, you know, you never know. Um, and then we're going to have to figure out how to get in the door, where to put our stuff, where to go hiking, where Moose's bed goes. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to learn how to make a cup of coffee in this particular cabin. There's a fire pit too. So you're going to have to learn to make a fire in a fire pit outside. Do you, do you know how to do that? Yes. Do you have any idea if they have wood and matches and stuff? I think you can arrange in advance to have wood left for you. 
I don't know if I arranged that. Maybe I'll reach out. Maybe it's not too late. Because it's supposed to be chilly and nice in the evenings, so we can sit around the fire. Even that. Like, Did you well, pack s'mores? No, but I have. We have <laughs> s'mores. We have a whole thing of like s'mores fixings. Is it like in a kit? It's in a. Do you, do we live in the same house? It's in like a Tupperware thing. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a full year old, so the marshmallows might be a little. Oh, that's okay. I when I was a kid, I used to love like old marshmallows, and they'd get sort of, I don't know. Crusties, <laughs> not quite, quite the right word, but they get a little firm on the outside. And yeah, I used to like old marshmallows. All right. It's, it's a, like a texture thing. All right. Do you like fresh marshmallows too? I like any kind of marshmallows. I love Mini marshmallows, jumbo marshmallows. <laughs> you seen the giant marshmallows? Yeah, but you know, have you ever tried to uh, roast a giant marshmallow? Yeah. It doesn't work. No, it works great. No, it doesn't work. You don't think it works? No, because the outside, you can't get the inside melty. They're too big. Right. But you have to do the technique where when you're roasting the marshmallow, you sort of slide the crusty outside, the burnt and crisp outside off, and then roast it again. And with the giant, with a normal marshmallow, you can usually get about three or four of those. With the giant marshmallows, you can get like six or seven we should probably do a test and be like the old Tootsie Roll commercial. I <laughs> a one, I literally, a two, a three. I literally <laughs> thought you were going to say, I think we should do an entire podcast on roasting marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> and as you were saying, I think we should um, do, and I'm thinking, I'm sure we'll get 30 minutes out of roasting marshmallow techniques. And I don't think anybody wants to listen to roasting marshmallow techniques for 30 minutes. Like even if you could come up with 30 minutes... <laughs> Be like Forrest Gump on the bus talking about all the ways to cook shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> I but that wonder, was Bubba talking about all the ways I to, to cook shrimp. I wonder how many Forrest Gump references you have made during the course of our two and a half, three years of podcasting. But you'll notice I didn't do the voice. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's only because it was Bubba, not Forrest speaking. Oh, I could have done the Bubba voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that was an option. All right. So learning new things. And we have to keep learning things throughout our lives. You were talking about this uh, fairly recently, in actually in the CrossFit context. You were talking about one of the, I don't, I don't even remember, we were driving and you said something about kind of one of the principles or ideas or something is keep learning new sports and activities. Yeah, learn and I think it's learn and play new sports. Learn and play new sports. So even if you don't want to learn and play new sports, which is fun, learn and play in new places and new things. Uh, you know, it goes to just how. And uh, I was I was reading your book that's getting getting closer, getting closer, and all the the research that you were citing on neuroplasticity and our brain's ability to grow and develop new neurons and brain-derived, <clears throat> excuse me, brain-derived neurotropic factor. So yeah, learning is good. Yeah, that fuels all of that. It's, it's true. It fuels our brain development and growth. And then I've got a really, maybe one of the most important things about waking up and seeing something different. Hit me. It's fun. <clears throat> it's fun. It can be fun. Now, it's not always fun. 
particularly if you're like doing business travel or going someplace not so interesting. But even that, if you, I think, have, have the right attitude and bring the right spirit to it, can be more fun than you would think. For sure. And that actually goes to the next point, which is waking up and seeing something different does not necessarily require that you go on a cruise. Though, if anybody wants to come on a cruise, <laughs> we're doing a great we're doing a cruise. <laughs> we're doing an amazing cruise together. But nevertheless, right, you don't have to take an epic trip. You don't have to go scale a mountain or go hiking in, I don't know, Patagonia, all of which would be awesome. But so many of the benefits you can get from waking up and seeing something different in the simplest way. All right. Would you like to know by air, take a guess how far away the, the cabin in the woods is from where we are right now? Uh, I would say... A hundred miles. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I mean, that's a reasonable guess because we have to drive about an hour. We have to take an hour ferry and then we have to drive another hour. So according to Waze, by air, the cabin in the woods is 35 miles from <laughs> where we sit at this moment. Okay. So if I just had my jetpack, we could be there in 40 minutes. Where's my jetpack? It's almost 2024. Dude, where's my jetpack? Oh, I was reading something in way di digression the other day, and I was reading something about that or flying cars. And basically the author said, we have them. They're just called helicopters. And I, I think that was a little off, but I mean, have you seen all the stuff they're doing with flying cars that look like, like those little remote controlled drone drones, except they're you know, 150 times the size and they carry a person? No, but we were at the beach just last week and there was somebody in a propeller bicycle. I Par don't even... Paraglider. It's like a paraglider with a propeller. I don't know, because he's sitting and pedaling. No, he wasn't pedaling. <laughs> <laughs> he was not pedaling. It had a motor. You don't well, remember the little sitting. motors? No. <laughs> the little motors out? <laughs> That was not the sound of him pedaling like the Flintstones. <laughs> it had a motor. Well, that looked fun. <laughs> yeah, it sort of looked fun. I don't know if you can go. I guess you can go 35 miles. I don't know how much gas you need. And then, well, it's sort of like a parachute and parachuting in the woods. So you need an open clearing somewhere where you can land the thing. But I'll get you one of those for your birthday. <laughs> They actually also look terrifying. Yeah. Okay. So the fun that comes with waking up and seeing something different, even if it's a little something. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of the literal waking up and seeing something different. And I'm thinking of the time sort of like you, you wake up and you're at Universal Studios and you know you're going to go on roller coaster you're going to go to harry potter world and just the anticipation and excitement of waking up to experience those things is fun absolutely so, so the literal waking up and seeing something different 
knowing that it's going to lead to fun. Like we're going to wake up and see something different in the cabin and know that we are going on a hike with moose, going to the little coffee shop and some galleries and whatever other stuff. We literally have no idea. There are galleries? I think so. Really? Yep. Hmm. So, but just waking up and knowing that we're there, that alone I think is going to inspire feelings of fun. Fun and anticipation. And... A little bit of discomfort. That's that's something that's worth talking about. Waking up and seeing something different, waking up in a new environment, waking up and changing your routines and your patterns, that is a recipe for discomfort. And yeah. I say something. Do you know what I always say? Yes. What's the thing that I always say? That now I often say. <laughs> it takes work to have a good time. Exactly. So it's probably going to take a little work to wake up and see something different. But it takes work to have a good time and to have all these benefits and advantages. There's a last point of all of this as we are winding down today. You ready? I'm ready. Hit me. The last benefit of waking up and seeing something different is what I used to say to our kids when they were little about vacations. Don't put that in your mouth. can't. Mason used to eat sand. Do you remember the year that Mason ate sand and we couldn't go to the beach? Yes. Uh, no. Do you remember the year that Maddie would stick a fork in a light socket? No, she didn't do that. <laughs> she did it once. Well, <laughs> all right, once. But she learned. Parents of the year. <laughs> she, no. She, no. She did didn't. not learn the hard way. <laughs> so here's what I would say. Whenever we would get home from any kind of trip, whether it was just a weekend at your mom's house or an actual vacation. I would always say to them the night we got home, what's the best part of having an adventure? And they would say, having an adventure. And I would say, what's the second best part? And they would say, coming home. It gives you a whole new appreciation and enables you to be more present in your routines and when you get home, right? Like if the bed in the cabin is terrible, which is possible. Think about how good our bed's going to feel when we get home. Think about how good our bed felt when we got home from Utah with COVID. (laughs) Didn't that feel amazing? Yep. Yep, for sure. So just a few reflections on why you should find a way to wake up and see something different.